Father, we thank you and we praise you for your word. We thank you for speaking into our lives this morning. Deposit your counsel within us, Father. Lord, we pray that you will build us up for your glory. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind it in Jesus' name and we take victory. Every critical spirit, Father, in Jesus' name be quenched. And may the spirit of God Rule and reign in the house. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said, Amen, Amen. The title I gave was Sifted and Ready. Okay, all right. Praise the Lord. Sifted and Ready ready. That's the title for this morning's message. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brethren. Praise God. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for this day. God is good. Amen. He has never let any one of us down, and we thank the Lord for that. Praise God. Last week, the Lord kept all of us safe, and I have a testimony. I got into a small accident, but the Lord sustained me, and I thank the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. On a personal note, next week, we as a family, um, we are entering, we just finished 25 years of our marital life. And we want to thank the Lord for his goodness and sustaining us throughout the course of these years. We can testify that God is good and I want to bless the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord for my wife Jasmine, my son Timothy. As a family, the Lord has sustained us. Our mom is with us. She has been a blessing. And I pray that the Lord will continue to empower her as well. So as we enter into a new year, we ask for grace, abundance of it, so that God's purpose in our lives will be fulfilled. We covet God's people's prayer. Coming back to sifted and ready. Sifted and ready. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Sift, according to Webster's Dictionary, this is how it goes. To go through especially to sort out what is useful or valuable. The process of sifting consists of separating the useful from the useless, the worthy from the worthless, 
the treasure from the trashes. So this is what sifting does. And based on your and my upbringing, we are open or exposed to the act of sifting as we see those who are involved in cooking is actively involved in sifting. So based on our setting, whether we are in our kitchen or we are out in the field, we see what sifting is all about. But on a larger scale, the Bible also talks about sifting. Here, Jesus is talking about sifting and it goes beyond what you and I have seen around us. Here, the sifting that Jesus talks about is a sifting that Satan is asking for. Satan is asking for permission. Satan is asking and demanding for people to be sifted. We are not talking about no cookbook here, but we are talking about the word of God. And I want to draw the church's attention to the setting here. The setting here is very, very important. This is the setting. Imagine this. This is the night before Jesus gets betrayed. Praise God. Jesus is celebrating Passover with his disciples. At the same time, one of the important ordinances, one of the two ordinances of their church is being instituted, which is the Holy Communion. That is a setting around Jesus. But around Jesus, as this is the physical setting, there is a bus going on between the disciples. They are talking between themselves who is going to be, who is the greatest among them? Who is the greatest among them? Even that as it is going on, the Bible says Satan enters into one of the disciples. And Jesus in his discourse, he is talking about what is going to happen in the future. He is talking about the thrones that are going to be set. And these disciples are going to judge the 12 disciples tribes of Israel. This is a setting on the physical plane. On the physical plane, there is activity that is going on openly and there is activity that is going on as a buzzword among the disciples. But behind the scene, there are things that are happening. For always we need to understand there is a visible realm and an invisible realm. There is a physical realm and there is a spiritual realm. Quite often, the visible realm manifests what has been impacted in the spiritual realm. And what Jesus does is, he brings into the conversation the spiritual realm or what he has heard in the invisible realm. Before it is manifested in the visible realm, Jesus has tapped into the invisible realm and he brings forth information to his disciples and he lays it down before the disciples. This is the setting that is 
taking place. Interesting, isn't it? It's Jesus in prayer. As he was in prayer, as it was his habit to go in prayer, something happened behind the scene. And that's what Jesus said. Simon, Simon, what? Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat. Praise God. Behind the scene, without the knowledge of Simon, without the knowledge of any of the disciples, there was a permission being sought by Satan to sift Simon as a wheat. And Jesus brings in this info to his disciples. The disciples are very busy talking among themselves who is the greatest among them all. Without their knowledge, in the background, there is a plot, there is a ploy that is brewing in the mind of Satan. And he wants to bring it into the physical manifestation and Jesus lets them in on the info. I want to tell the church, when you and I are in prayer, if we move into the real realm of prayer, God has things to tell us. Praise God. Rather than just simply babbling in prayer, quote, unquote, the words of Jesus, you and I have to enter into prayer. As we enter into prayer, God has something to tell us. One, he will tell us things about ourselves. Praise God. The Spirit of God will let you in on info that you cannot get on Google, that you cannot get on Wikipedia, that you cannot get on the internet. The Spirit of God will let you in on what's brewing in the hell, what's brewing in the council of Satan and his cronies. And in this prayer, we read Jesus is saying, Satan approached me and asked for you to be sifted like wheat. Praise God. In prayer, you can, you and I can access the inside info. What is heard in the throne room of God can be heard in your prayer closet. What's heard in the council of the Almighty can be heard in your spirit as you yield yourself to the spirit of God. What is brewing in darkness will be brought into light as you spend time in the presence of God. It's in the prayer room that plots are uncovered. Praise God. Schemes are unveiled in the prayer room of God. In the prayer room, your room and my room, God can unveil the schemes that are brewing against our life, against our children, against our nation, against our church, against our well-being. God can unveil it to us. Why does he unveil it to us? He unveils it 
not so that you and I will have an extra information. Praise God. When heaven lets you in on info that's brewing against you, it becomes your responsibility and my responsibility to get on our knees. And what has been activated in the darkest realm has to be deactivated in your prayer room. What has been enabled, what has been unleashed in the dark room of hell has to be un has to be held back has to be resisted what has been enabled has to be disabled in the throne room of god and that is what god desires from you and me that is what god desires from every one of us prayer does not stall or stop what comes you but it enforces you, empowers you, energizes you, enriches you. Praise God, enabling you to overcome every odds that comes against you. Enabling you to stand, praise God, amidst the assault of the enemy. That's what David said, when the, when the enemy comes, praise God. Praise God, by the power of God, I am able to move in. The prophet Isaiah says, uh, praise God, when the enemy comes against like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall set a standard against it. David said like this, praise God, by my God, I shall charge against these troops. By my God, I shall scale these walls. Praise God. The Bible does not deny the troops that comes, the challenges that comes. But David says, by my God, I shall charge against these troops. By my God, not that I will run away from the troops, but I will charge against these troops. By my God, praise God, I will scale these walls. For it is not my strength, but his strength working in me. Praise the Lord. God enables us to overcome. Instead of being defeated, prayer allows us to be victorious. Instead of being deceived, prayer allows us to be sharp, to be sensitive. Instead of being ignorant, prayer, God allows us to be informed. Praise God. So that the tricks and the trap and the scheme and the booby traps of the enemy will be deactivated and exposed and canceled by the prayer of the righteous. Praise God. Jesus is saying, sifting. Satan, Peter has asked, Satan, Peter, Satan has asked so that you will be sifted. My young ones, you perhaps have not seen these two ways of sifting, but you perhaps have seen this one here in your kitchen, perhaps by your mom, or as you cook, you see the small sifters that we have in our kitchen. But then there are larger sifters like this that is used in various settings. But here, the Bible refers to a different kind of set sifting. It is the same principles 
that we are that us that is used as we see in the picture but on a larger scale what you have in the sifter here is perhaps some kind of grain or some kind of millets some kind of flour that is being sifted here but the sifter that we are talking about the sifter that is being talked about the substance in that sifter is what is what wheat what else the sifter that you, that we are talking about as jesus talks about what is the substance in that sifter peter praise god very good peter is going to be sifted is going to be put into that sifter in the original greek this is how it goes simon simon Simon, Simon, Satan has asked you, humas, plural, all of you to be sifted. I want to tell the church, it's not just simply applicable only to Peter at that time. From time to time, every believer will be sifted. Every one of us will be sifted from time to time. Hello. And Jesus is saying, Satan approached me and asked for you by your name. Praise God. It's good to know that Jesus knows our name. The enemy also knows us by name. He doesn't come and say, give me any one of them. No, he asked them by name. Praise God. Let me tell you folks, but Jesus doesn't end it there. He says, Satan has asked so that you may be sifted like wheat, but I have prayed for you so that your faith will not be failed. Praise God. Isn't that a comfort to you and me? What is the intention of sifting? When Satan comes and is asking for believers to be sifted, what is his intention? Praise God. In the original setting, when a grain or a wheat, as Jesus says, sift you like wheat, when wheat is sifted, what is intended is the shaft or the covering over the kernel has to come off and the grain has to come out. That is the original intention of sifting. But when Satan is asking the believers to be sifted, his intention is, number one, he wants us to be derailed from the purpose of God. Folks, God has a purpose for you and for me. Based on his purpose for our lives, he has put you and me on a track. The track that leads us to our destiny in Christ. The track that leads us to our destination in Christ. What governs our life is the word of God. What governs our life is the spirit of God. The word of God should govern our life. The Holy Spirit should be the guide of our lives. So when Satan wants to sift you and me, his intention is to derail us 
from the purpose of God. Every young man, every young lady, every brother, every sister, you are important to God. And God has a purpose for your life, but the enemy wants to derail you from the purpose of God. Praise God. Amen. He wants to destroy and obliterate your life and your future. And finally, you and me who are commissioned by the Lord, he wants to decommission us from reaching the heights and the goal that God has intended for us. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. That is the intention behind behind the purpose of Satan asking for us to be sifted. But we have good news. The good news is do not fret. Tell your neighbor, do not fret. Praise God. Do not fret. Why we should not fret is because simply number one, God uses sifting people. Wow. Praise God. Listen. God uses sifted people. When Satan intends, what Satan intends from our life when we are sifted is our life should be destroyed. We should be derailed. We should be decommissioned. Uh, there should be havoc and chaos and confusion in our lives. But what Jesus does is Jesus did not tell Satan, I will not give you permission to sift him. But Jesus told Peter, Peter, I have prayed for you so that you will not lose your faith. Hallelujah. Peter, I have prayed for you so that you may not lose the faith. Jesus, isn't that good enough? You just pray for us and don't allow the sifting. Do not allow the sifting. Praise God. What, can't you not just pray and say, no sifting. I will pray that your faith will remain. Well, what Satan wants to do is shake you up. Shake you up. Shake the very core of your foundation. Shake the very core of your faith. Shake the very core of your values. Shake the very core of your belief. Shake the very core of your trust in Jesus. Shake the very core of the promise that you have from the word of God. He wants to shake that. Jesus says, okay, Satan, you want to do some shaking? Go ahead, do some shaking. What is it that Jesus intends when he allows Satan to shake and to sift Peter. This is what Jesus intends when he allowed, when he gave the permission to Satan to sift. Nay, the good news is, number one, Jesus lets you in on the plot and the ploy that is brewing against your life. Number two, the good thing to know is without his permission, Satan cannot approach you. Satan cannot touch you. Satan cannot sift you. Satan cannot shake you. Number three, when he allows, Jesus has already prayed for you so that your faith will remain through the shaking and through the sifting. Praise God. 
So Jesus allows sifting. Why? I'll tell you. Praise God. What is not of God should what? Should what? Cast away. Praise God. In the sifting and in the shaking, everything that is not of God should fall apart. What is it in our life that is not of God? Number one, the self is not of God. Number two, trusting in men is not of God. Number three, trusting in our ability is not of God. Number four, relying on our wealth, relying on our influence, relying on our friends, relying on people who tend to support us is not of God. So Satan, when he's allowed to serve what God intends is everything that is not of God should shake off. And what is of God should come out refined and purified. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, this is how Oswald J. Smith put it. Those who have been used of God had to pay a terrific price. Praise God. Anybody who's used of God, you look into their lives. You ask of them. You talk to them. You will find that they had to pray a, pay a price. Praise God. So the Lord allows the enemy, praise God. The Lord allows the enemy to do what? To sift us. But through the sifting, he has already prayed for you and me. Listen to this church. Praise God. You know, what Jesus does is, number one, he brings in the info that's brewing in the background in the invisible, in the spiritual realm. Number two, praise God. What Jesus does is he lets in on his disciples. Listen, I have already activated something for you. I have already prayed for you so that that which is really important, faith which is precious than what? Gold will remain will stand through this sifting. Number three, I'm going to let you in on something else. I'm telling you that you're going to get through this. Hello? Tell your neighbor I'm going to get through this. Tell your neighbor I'm going to get through this. Praise God. See, Jesus, he's saying, he gives information that's brewing underground and he is projecting into the distant future and he's saying listen I am already projecting and I'm already pronouncing that you will come out praise God hallelujah now the enemy doesn't want you to come out but Jesus is saying when you come out not if you come out if it had been my friends, if it had been your friends, they would have said, if you, by the way, if you make it. No, Jesus is saying, you going to make it. He's saying, you going to make it. Praise God. Why are you going to make it? Not because you are powerful. You going to make it because I have prayed for you. Praise God. Is this only good for Peter? No. 
the bible says he seated at the right hand of god interceding for you and for me praise god you and i are the investments of god you and i are the deposits of god you and i are the treasured possessions of god you and i are the investment the endowments of god and he will god he will watch all on you for you as begin a good work in us is faithful to bring it to fruition until the day of the lord jesus christ praise god he initiates he sustains and he will make sure that you will reach he tells peter when you come out of it it's that you are going to go through it but you are going to come out of it when you come out of it you're going to come out with what with a new ministry hello praise god when you're sifted let me tell you the sifting process might be hard but when you're sifted jesus said because i have prayed for you that your faith may not fail you gonna come out of it and you're gonna come out with a ministry what is the ministry what is the ministry what is the ministry you will strengthen your brethren praise god folks every one of us have very very unique kind of sifting in our lives when we go through sifting in our lives god equips us to minister to people who are going through similar sifting in their lives praise god so when you go through a peculiar special sifting in your life just keep in mind that even though the enemy intends evil what god is doing in you is building you up from inside he's building your perseverance he's building your character he's building the man in you he's going to bring you out prepared to minister to people who go through like wise in their lives praise god see people who go through pain they understand what the pain of others are people who go through financial crisis they understand what financial crisis is people who go through debt they know what the pain of debt is likewise god enables us to empathize sympathize with people so that we may be able to minister to them effectively this is something that you and i need to remember what you see here is multiple sifters okay they are multiple sifters they are different in shape they are different in size and the the, the net inside is different praise god there is something that we need to remember number 1 god knows what it is that you and i are able and the the, the sifter that is used for us are custom cut sifter praise god in other words it is not one size fits all sifter everybody is not 
put through the same kind of sifter. Everyone is different. Everyone's calling is different. Everyone's ministry is different. Everyone's ability is different. Everybody's capacity is different. Everyone's IQ is different based on your strength, your weakness, your ability, your tenacity, your stamina. The sifter that is used in you differs from others. It's a custom cut sifter that you have. It's not one size. It is not one size fits all sifter. Praise God. Duration of sifting is dictated by who? Praise God. God dictates it. Even though Satan is the one who is, who is sifting, God is the one who dictates the duration of sifting. What God intends from this is maximum, optimum utilization. Meaning that you will come out of this stronger, powerful, better, anointed, empowered, enlarged, enriched, equipped. That's what God desires. And he says, you are going to come out of it. Praise God. Hey, the good news is, it is governed by God, meaning God is the one who's watching over you as you are being sifted. So if there is anybody in the house this morning that is going through a sifting process, praise God. Let me tell you, God is watching over you. Praise God. He will not allow a second more of what you can endure guaranteed on the word of God. Praise God. The sifter that is being used in your life is a custom cut sifter. So don't you compare your sifter with someone else's sifter because you are unique and what's going to come out of you is unique. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The question is this morning, how do we respond to sifting? How do we respond to sifting? Well, this is the natural response. This is the natural response. We resist. We do what? We resist when sifting goes. Praise God. Because nobody likes it. Nobody likes to be shaken from their comfort zone. So the first thing that we do is we resist. Praise God. At times, we take the next step, which is we rebel. We resist, and then we rebel. We come to a point where we say, you know what? I'm going to show whether I'm going to stay in the sifter or not. Praise God. The more we resist, the more we will be in the sift. The more we rebel, the duration gets longer because what God intends does not come out of it. The third thing that we normally do is we reason. We reason. What do you mean by we reason? It's very simple, you know. When sifting goes on, by the way of reasoning, we start shifting. 
when sifting goes on, by the way of reasoning, we start shifting. What does that mean? I am not talking about physical shifting. Listen to me. Praise God. Jesus said, I have prayed that your faith may not fail. So the intention of Satan is that he should touch the very core of your faith, your trust, your hope in Christ. And as by reason, we try to adjust, we try to readjust, we try to accommodate, we try to compromise. Compromise what? Compromise our faith. Compromise our belief. Compromise our value. Compromise our trust. Compromise on the promises of God. So when sifting takes place, by the way of reasoning, we start shifting. Tell your neighbor, don't shift. Praise God. Don't shift. So what is it that God intends? He intends what? What does the last one say? Huh? Relinquish. You know what that means? What does that mean? What does that mean? Submit. When sifting takes place, you submit to the sifting. Praise God. Because what God desires from our life will come to pass. This is how Titus puts it in Titus 2.14. Jesus gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Praise God. This is what God intends. He says, as you go through the sifting, you yield yourself to me. I am in charge. I will dictate the duration. I am governing over it. There is nothing beyond me. I am able to rule and overrule. Therefore, submit yourself to me. Praise God. And I desire that you come out as a special people, as a zealous people, full of good works, purified, taken off of everything that is not really originally belonging to you. Praise God. Satan, Satan. Praise God. Simon, Simon. Satan has asked permission of me to sift you like a wheat, but I have prayed for you so that you may not fail in your faith. Shall we close our eyes? One moment. Stand. 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 Um, 10,000 reason. Shimone, Shimone. Stand. Nina Gordon Babola Kapatua. Satan in order to walk them. Stand. 10,000 reason. Okay. Linda Vishwasam. Sure. 